0: The Civil Service in Florida From Cobwebs from an Empty Skull By Ambrose Bierce Writing as Dodd Grill This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Dale Grothman The Civil Service in Florida By Dodd Grill Colonel Pulper was of a slumberous turn. Most people are not. They work all day and sleep all night, and are always in one or the other condition of unrest, and never slumber. Such persons, the colonel used to remark, are fit only for sentry duty. They are good to watch our property while we take our rest, and they take the property. But this tale is not of them. It is of Colonel Bulper. There was a fellow named Halsey, a practical joker, and one of the most disagreeable of his class. He would remain broad awake for a year at a time, for no other purpose than to break other people of their natural rest. And I must admit that from the wreck of his faculties upon the rock of insomnia he had somehow rescued a marvelous ingenuity, and fertility of expedient. But this tale is not so much of him as of Colonel Bulper. At the time of which I write, the Colonel was the collector of customs at a seaport town in Florida, United States. The climate there is perpetual summer. It never rains, nor anything. And there was no good reason why the Colonel should not have enjoyed it to the top of his bent as there was enough for all. In point of fact, the collectorship had been given him solely that he might repair his wasted vitality by a short season of unbroken repose, for during the presidential canvass immediately preceding his appointment, he had been kept awake for a long time by means of strong tea, in order to deliver an able and exhaustive political argument prepared by the candidate who was ultimately successful in spite of it halsey who had favored the other aspirant was a merchant and had nothing in the world to do but annoy the collector if the latter could be kept away from him the dignity of the office might have been preserved and the object of the incumbent's appointment to it attained but sneak away whithersoever he might into the heart of the dismal swamp or anywhere in the everglades some vagram indian or casual negro was sure to stumble over him before long and go and tell halsey securing a plug of tobacco for reward or if he were not found in this way some company was tolerably certain in the course of time to survey a line of railway athwart his leafy couch and laying his prostrate trunk aside out of the way send word to his persecutor who as soon as the line was as nearly completed as it ever would be would come down on horseback with some diabolical device for waking the slumberer i will confess that there is a subtle seeming of unlikelihood about all this but in a land where Ponce de leon searched for the fountain of youth there is an air of unreality in everything i can only say i had the story by me a long time and it seems to me just as true as it was the day i wrote it sometimes the colonel would seek out a hillside with a southern exposure but no sooner would he compose his members for a bit of slumber than halsey would set about making inquiries for him under pretense that a ship was en route from liverpool and the collector's signature might be required for her anchoring papers having traced him which owing to the meddlesome treachery of the venal natives he was always able to do halsey would set off to texas for a seed of a prickly pear which he would plant exactly beneath the slumberer's body this he called a triumph of modern engineering as soon as the young vegetable had pushed its spines above the soil. Of course the colonel would have to get up and seek another spot. And this nearly always waked him. Upon one occasion the colonel existed five consecutive days without slumber, traveling all day and sleeping in the weeds at night, to find an almost inaccessible crag on the summit of which he hoped to be undisturbed until the action of the dew should wear away the rock all around his body when he expected and was willing to roll off and wake. but even there halsey found him out and put eagles eggs in his southern pocket to hatch when the young birds were well grown they pecked so sharply at the colonel's legs that he had to give up and wring their necks the malevolence of people who scorn slumber seems to be practically unlimited. At last the colonel resolved upon revenge, and having dreamed out a feasible plan, proceeded to put it into execution. He had, in the warehouse, some government powder, and causing a keg of this to be conveyed into his private office, he knocked out the head. He next penned a note to Halsey, asking him to step down to the office upon important business adding in a postscript as i am liable to be called out for a few moments at any time in case you do not find me in please sit down and amuse yourself with the newspaper until i return he knew halsey was in his counting house and would certainly come if only to learn what signification a government official attached to the word business. Then the colonel procured a brief candle and set it into the powder. His plan was to light the candle, dispatch a porter with the message, and bolt for home. Having completed his preparations, he leaned back in his easy chair and smiled. He smiled a long time, and even achieved a chuckle for the first time in his life he felt a serene sense of happiness in being particularly wide awake then without moving from his chair he ignited the taper and put out his hand toward the bell cord to summon the porter at this stage of his vengeance the colonel fell into a tranquil and refreshing slumber there is nothing omitted here that is merely the colonel's present address. End of the Civil Service in Florida by Dodd Grill.